You're listening to Bow Down to Us, the comics edition, a podcast for everyone from comic nerds to comic noobs. You know who you are. And here's your host, Vince. Hello again, everyone. This is once again Vince coming to you on Wednesday, Comic Book Day, October 22nd. As usual, my co-pilot and sidekick Roger is with me. What's up, buddy? Not too much. Not too much. All right. Well, uh, before we get started, there's something I forgot to mention last week, and that's that is that the new Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon premiered on the Disney XD channel last Wednesday. I got a chance to catch it. It was a lot of fun. Definitely geared more towards a kid's audience, but still, it it was very entertaining. It's a nice retelling of the original Avengers story. It had Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, the Wasp, and Giant Man, the original five. And so it it was really cool. Definitely check it out if you can. But we're actually not here to talk about superheroes this week. How can you do a comic podcast without superheroes? Well, there are certain other mediums that we can explore. And this week, we're talking about web comics. Yes, those awesome little strips that you get on your computer for free every day. Who cares about newspaper comics anymore? That hasn't been cool since they stopped publishing Spider-Man. So when we're talking about web comics, just want to throw out a couple of what I feel are the essentials. The ones that have been around for over a decade and have really driven the rest of the industry, at least for me. And that breaks down to three of them from my point of view. You have Sluggy Freelance, which started off as a nice little like just nerd comic. And some of the characters and funny situations just kind of caught on with readers. And it quickly grew and grew and grew into this huge storyline with demonic invasions and interdimensional travel, uh, time time adventures, just complete insanity. Um, the, the stories have kind of gotten a little overly complicated in the last couple years. But I mean, come on, the thing's been around for so long. It is essentially a fixture of the webcomic industry. It's by Pete Abrams. Uh, you can go ahead and check it out at sluggy.com. Did you uh, have have you been reading that one, Raj? You know what? That's actually one of the ones that I never did read. Um, mm. Back in the day, I used to read a lot more web comics than I do now. Now I've kind of narrowed down the ones that I'm reading. Um, but I used to read tons of them. And I actually, that's one of them I never did read. That that was actually my first web comic. The one that my friend sent me a link over ICQ. Remember way back then? Oh, yeah. And like, hey, check this out. And, you know, since then, I've been hooked. Which, of course, brings us to Penny Arcade. You can't have a webcomic discussion without talking about Penny Arcade. If you don't know who Gabe and Tycho are, I'm sorry. <laughs> because they, they have j- essentially become the paragons of geek culture online. You can't do anything without in some way Gabe and Tycho having influenced it over the years. They have their own convention now with video games and movies and just – that's that's ludicrous. Could you imagine starting a little freaking comic strip and then years later you are a driving force in the video game industry? That is absolutely insane. I know you love Penny Arcade, Raj. Yeah, see, I'm actually surprised that you gave like you mentioned Sluggy before Penny Arcade because regardless of any strip that you read or don't read, Penny Arcade is point blank the most popular. Um and when you look at everything that they've done as well, be it 
packs or be it their um, their child's play, which I mean goes to show you that here are a couple of guys. Well, it's not just a couple of guys anymore; they have their their entire staff. But that um, the the strip has done so well that the company has been able to do so well from there, and then to be able to not just do things for the gaming community through packs, but also to help children to, to actually do something incredibly noble. So you have this strip that is raunchy as hell sometimes, hilarious, but raunchy as hell, crosses all manner of lines, and yet the guys take the time to do what's also right by giving back to, um, in this case, kids, and by raising uh, money and, and getting all kinds of gaming equipment and things like that so that kids that are sick in hospitals can actually also have fun um it's 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 amazing the 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 journey that these guys have had and it's one of those where you look at it and if you watch their penny arcade tv series that they did as well which was unbelievable oh dude my fridays i (laughs) that was it that was my friday i looked forward to seeing a new episode of penny arcade tv that that made my day they were so unbelievably funny and before that they actually had a podcast as well and i loved it but i mean here are a couple of guys that will themselves say as well that it's they can't foresee something like this ever happening again. And when you think of it outside of the box, I can't imagine, again, something like this, that lightning striking twice for a couple of people doing a strip that it would blow up into something so unbelievably large. Yeah, uh, they actually had a book come out earlier this year, uh, their 11 and a half anniversary special. Yep. And it, the book, I, I read it. It was awesome. It's basically how to be a nerd and become rich and famous. Like The way they basically stumbled into this and they, they are definitely a couple of humble guys. Uh, if you, for some reason, aren't reading Penny Arcade, you can find it at penny-arcade.com. Don't forget the dash. I did that once and ugh. and of course with penny arcade you have you know kind of their their cousin pvp uh it's been around just about the same time they have a lot in common both satirizing the video game industry and they've also uh, just recently kind of merged together almost They're, they're working out of the same offices and they're actually going to be putting out a joint comic soon um PvP is a lot of fun in different ways. You know, it has this recurring cast of characters that often finds themselves in the situations of the games they're playing. It's always good, good fun. And where whereas Penny Arcade is more in your face and, you know, really sarcastic, PvP does a lot of the same themes, but really in a more lighthearted sense. Yeah. And what's actually ironic is that PvP started before Penny Arcade. Um and they were he, Scott Scott Kurtz is considered like one of the the granddaddies of online comic strips, and uh, and so yeah no that's one strip that I actually I have read the actually I haven't read it that much lately because I haven't been as crazy with the story arcs lately I got to say honestly but before that I read it religiously every time every day it was released yeah so that one is of course pvponline.com. Hey, we could go on for episodes and episodes just talking about those three, but there's really some other web comics out there, not quite as grand, not quite as popular, but really, really just we find them to be great, you know, uh, really attached to them. I, the ones that I look forward to every day they come out, they obviously all come out at different days of the week, but 
even before I go to Sluggy, even before I go to Penny Arcade, I find myself going to these web comics. And the first ones we're going to talk about, they're the the blind ferret triumvirate, if you will. Uh, of course, you have their their first one, least I could do, following this character Rain Summers, who's just lives out his every fantasy. It's it's interesting seeing all the commentary you get on you know society as a whole through the eyes and other parts mm-hmm. of this very very entertaining character i mean it's crude it's controversial but it's never not funny it it's it's actually a phenomenal comic i've i when i found it i actually made a point of going all the way back and going over every single strip just because i loved the characters because it is this stereotypical kind of out there over sexualized not the smartest kind of guy, but hilarious. And some of the things that he says to, and they're not afraid to push boundaries as well. Case in point, the last few that we've seen where he visits, <laughs> visits the the house of ill repute and uh, does all manner of things with uh, short people. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it is fantastic. But I mean, I love the writing style of Ryan Sommer as well. So... It's something that I, I knew from the moment I started reading it that I'd love it because of looking for group and because of the new The Gutters, which I know we're, I don't want to steal like, your thunder by mentioning here, it, man. but I'm just saying because I like his style so much, I knew I'd like it. And then the art from, from Lar D'Souza is, I mean, you can't really ask for any better. Like his, his art is absolutely amazing. And so the strips just work so well. Yeah, and there's things we could talk about for ages on Least I Could Do, but I know you really want to get to the next one on the list. And I'm going to let you take free reign on this because you've absolutely fallen in love with this. Oh, dude. About, three, <laughs> about four years after the rest of the Internet. But okay, hey, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> well, it's it's it's. I, I've never hidden the fact that again, it's 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 a big internet, so you're not always going to find everything like everybody else. And it's not that I don't stay in the loop in a lot of things, but sometimes some things slip under the radar, and you don't hear about them until much later. The problem with um, web comics, as well, is that if somebody recommends something to you, and you check out a strip maybe a couple, and it just happens to be a story arc that's not as interesting, not funny to you for whatever reason. I mean, you can happen upon the um, some Penny Arcade strips when they go out of their freaking minds with some of their arcs and yeah and and have absolutely no interest and then from then on when people are talking about it you're thinking i don't know what people see in this it's it's trash but then if you happen upon the ones that are so unbelievably funny that you got tears in your eyes you're hooked for life well it's the same thing with this i know that i had seen some looking for group before but it hadn't gelled with me but then when i decided to go back afterwards and i can't remember if it's because you had mentioned it or because of something else but i went back and i actually started from the beginning and that's what you have to do with this because then you are hooked in with the characters and of course, for anybody who doesn't know, it is uh, lfgcomic.com. And it is, again, by the same guys who do Least I Could Do. And it's basically, it's, it's I mean, it's it could be any RPG characters, but they're basically World of Warcraft characters. You've got the, the, the Blood Elf Hunter, you've got the Undead Warlock, you've got an Orc Priest, you've got a Tauren. What would he be, actually? Uh, it's, Hard it's, to tell. Maybe warrior. a warrior, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the thing is, is that once again, the writing is unbelievable. It's not meant to be a strip that every single strip has you in stitches. That's not the kind of strip this is. This is the kind of strip that you get so heavily invested in the characters that when certain things occur, then, then you know how it relates to that character. You're literally crying laughing and many of those moments are with the undead warlock Richard who steals pretty much every single strip that he's in and so when you're seeing some of the things like when he's sitting there with his little shovel and he's ready to bury something I love that shovel I do and so it's little things like that that when you're 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 seeing those little one-liners or something or even just again Lar. Uh, Lardis Souza, his art, I mean, to pull so much emotion from a character, Richard, that you don't even see all of his face. You see his eyes basically because he's got a mask on. And even from that, you, can, you, you so much is conveyed through. And of course, the same goes for, for all of the characters. It's an unbelievable strip. And right now it is in my top three, I would say even. And I have to see it every single Day that it's released, I'm there. I and I'm I'm reading it. I I absolutely love it. And again, it follows these guys on their their epic journey, and it is a very epic journey. Yeah. There's there's different story arcs that occur throughout for sure, but it is there's it's it's one long journey that's going on here, and we still haven't seen the end of it. And then what he's doing as well is they are releasing um, issues in. Trade paperback. I don't know if they've got hardcovers as well. So you can pick those up as well if you just want to read through because it reads like a comic. Um, it's again, I can't I can't speak highly enough about this. I the the writing is absolutely phenomenal, but it is something that you want to start from the beginning, get yourself invested in the characters, and then from that point on, you will not be disappointed. Even if there's some strips that don't have you laughing, you know that those those strips are progressing the story along, which is what you need. I mean, some of the strips actually aren't even chuckle worthy because they're they actually have a serious theme through it when you're having the character development wherein there's some conflict between the characters and things like that so it's not meant to be a laugh every single strip but when there is a laugh and it's well done oh damn it i i <laughs> again when you're seeing richard getting hurt or doing something or just plain wanting to kill somebody can we kill them all now can we can we kill you and 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 his his fork and his spoon (laughs) weapons like there's so many yeah and his rabbit that he's got with him all the time now (laughs) there's so many little things like that that because this has been going on so long because so much has happened with these characters and because the stories that are taking place and it's not to use the word lightly, lightly, because it actually fits in regard to this trip. The they're epic journeys, they're epic adventures that these guys are having. Hence the looking for group. And so, when you've been following them so long now, and then you get those little moments of things like that, like with the rabbit, and and things like that, it you're so much more invested in the characters that you, you it's it's a lot more fun to read. Yeah, I mean, in addition to the great characters and the fun storytelling, just the two things that really stand out about me is, first of all, the balance, like you said, between the comedy and the seriousness. I mean, in one strip, you'll have them destroying a city, killing thousands of people. 
And then in the next strip, it's a funny joke and it and it just works because, well, only Richard would find the fun and killing thousands of people. But <laughs> that, that that's what makes the character so endearing. He can take those horrible things and be happy about them. But overall, it's just this flow and the concept of it. You read this. Each page, each panel works on its own. But what blew my mind when I first found out about this, and I've been reading it almost since the beginning, was I know at least initially, I don't know if they're still doing this. Uh, I know they're putting out the trade paperbacks, of course, as the collected story arcs. But initially, every 24 pages of the comic, they would pull it, print it, and put it out as an individual comic issue. And it's actually really interesting if you go back and read the, the comic 24 pages at a time as if it was an actual comic. And there is such a great flow to the story, great pacing. I, I can't even imagine the amount of planning it takes to have everything work in the larger sense and yet still have every single page as high quality as it is. I've never read a comic book in my life where every single page was top notch. Well, the thing with this is that it works because every single page is supposed to stand in and of itself as well for the strip. So then when you're putting it all together in a comic format, each page still the the still works because it has to in and of itself. But to me, like you were saying, the 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 amazing part is that it flows so nicely as an entire collection as well, which is also why when I was reading it, um, it was so easy to read it from the beginning because you don't want to stop reading. I, 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 <laughs> I motored through these pretty fast <laughs> and it was one after another, after another and after another, and I could not stop reading them. I was enjoying them that much. So, so it, it, it's just, again, that, that flow works throughout. Yeah, and we love this one so much. We could have dedicated an entire episode to it, but we don't want to seem like too big of fanboys here. Oh, I which, I could have literally taken notes of specific little story arcs, mini story arcs <laughs> that I I would read again and again and again, and it will not never get old. Nah, which of course brings us to the third blind ferret title in in our lineup here, and this one again is written by Ryan Somer, and Large Souza is involved in the art, though he doesn't actually do the art; he's more of the director. And they actually get outside artists to come and do each uh, strip on a regular basis, and that is the gutters. Again, the dash gutters dot com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roger had that experience this yeah. time, not me. And this one is very near and dear to our hearts because Penny Arcade, PvP, they satirize the gaming industry. At least I could do satirizes society in general. Well, the gutters satirizes comic books. When the first strip they ever released was Bucky making, making fun of Steve Rogers because he's not Captain America anymore. And I go, oh, Steve, what's your costume going to be? Khakis and a nice polo shirt? I was hooked. When they can take storylines like our favorite one moment in time and make such hilarity out of it it is so great it, they they know they, just completely unleashed no title is safe no matter how good it is even they, they ryan somer does not have a problem making fun of it which is great because everything needs to have a joke made about it at some point or another you can't take anything too seriously especially with something as over the top and as often ridiculous as regular comic books. I love this too. And it, I, of course I would not be as crazy about it were it not for the fact that I've been back 
reading comic books again. Uh, if I was not reading comic books at the moment, I would actually not be following this because a lot of it would be going over my head. So if you are uh, someone who reads comics, you're really going to be able to appreciate this. If you're someone who actually keeps up with news in regards to comics, you're really going to like this a lot. But as opposed to his other two strips, those you can read regardless of you or a gamer, regardless of if you are, you know, a comic book reader, anything, you'll still love it. But these here, I find that they, it caters very specifically, obviously, and that's the whole point, to people who are, are either reading comic books or keep up with the news and everything else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we got to kind of keep things short a little here. So uh, I'm actually going to move on to our next comic here. But anything that, that those, those guys put out is pure gold in our standards. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is one that I don't even remember where I found this at. I was just you know, lost in the Internet one night and I clicked over here. And my mind was blown. And that is Gunner Krieg Court. That's G-U-N-N-E-R-K-R-I-G-G by God. Put that in the show notes, Roger. Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) And this one, at first, you definitely get a Harry Potter vibe out of this because the uh, it's by Tom Siddell and the main character, Antimony Carver, just call her Annie has special powers. She can speak to spirits and all kinds of fun stuff that comes up later on. So she gets sent off to the school for other special people. Some of them have supernatural powers. Some of them are geniuses. You get this really cool magic and science coming together. And it's just so charming and so fun. It it it, it has its comedy moments. It never gets too serious. It's just... Charming is really the word I keep coming back to for this because the art style, the characters, the expressions and their faces, there's so much emotion conveyed in each facial expression. They don't even have to say a word and you know exactly what's going on there. I I know you recently started getting into this one when we were uh, preparing for this podcast. How have you been liking it? Well, it's actually one that I when I'm starting a new comic uh, a webcomic to, to see whether or not I like it. Like most people, I'm going to look at the newest one. Okay, is it something that I can relate to? No. Okay, well, how far back do I have to go in order to see whether or not I'll be able to relate? So then I'll back up a little bit and read it in reverse, essentially, for a few ep- a few issues, kind of, to see whether or not it's something that I can, I can appreciate it. And it quickly came to me that, okay, you got to go pretty far and get involved with the characters for this because it's entirely character driven so i went back to the very start and i started reading through it i had never heard of this had no clue and when you're saying it has a harry potter field it really has a harry potter feel to it that's it and i'm and and i say that in for me not in a positive way i know a lot of people love harry potter i actually really don't have much of a patience for it so when I read this, I was kind of like humming and hawing about it. But then you do get hooked into the characters. It's very cute, very quaint. Um, and you would think that perhaps that would put you off if you're more of somebody who likes serious works. But but they make it work. They make it something mm-hmm. that is interesting enough that I was clicking through. Now, I actually read 
a lot of these until I finally kind of stopped and went, okay, how many of these are there? <laughs> and then realized that, oh my God, we have got, I'm still scrolling. I'm looking through the archives and I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. We got 792. Yeah. So Ooh. I kind of stopped after a while there and, uh, and I will probably go back and start reading them again. However, as much as I enjoyed the story, and and, and again, it's it's very cutesy and and charming, and it was fun to read, and I was hooked enough that I was reading through and 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 enjoying it. I'm certainly not invested in the character at all. Um, yeah, Annie on her own isn't that interesting, but. It's Everybody all the she little comes into contact exactly. makes it that much better. Yeah, as opposed to the next one that we're going to be talking about, which I'm not going to spoil. Um, that one, I'm invested. That's it. I'm a hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I am so invested in the characters; it's unbelievable. I'm never going to stop reading that one. But this Gunner Craig, I again, I don't know whether or not I will actually go back to it simply because, as much as I enjoyed it and as cute and fun as it was, I'm not. It's not something that's drawing me in yeah but hey if you're looking for a great way to kill a couple of weeks uh, of spare time that's definitely a great archive to read through because oh, yeah. uh, honestly there, there's no down points it it has been pretty consistent from beginning to end well that la that next one you were talking about <laughs> is another one of those ones that i can't believe i had never heard of until i started reading it and that is called freak angels the Freak Angels are, are this group of young people who uh, are basically psychics with ridiculous powers. Think uh, Scanners <laughs> meets the Children of the Corn is, is really a good way to go I, with this. Even one. more than that. I mean, yeah. when you're reading through, there's they haven't even defined yet the extent of their powers. I, I, I'm kind of curious if there is an extent to their powers yeah. at this point, especially considering what happens when you piss all of them off yeah. at once. Uh, yeah, the world kind of ends. Sorry about that. <laughs> so it's it starts off really great. You, you They've come together as slightly, very slightly in some cases, more mature to try and actually help people after they blew up half the freaking world. <laughs> and it just, every character is so unique and so dynamic I, I don't even remember how far they got through the comic before they even finished introducing all of them. And you never got tired. You're like, oh, I can't wait to see what the next person is like. Now, you, normally, when you have this huge ensemble cast, you're like, oh, OK, whatever. It's uh, OK. It's the tough chick. Until you realize the tough chick is freaking awesome on her own. The guy wearing the tinfoil hat. Oh, he's he's an idiot. No, he's pretty badass in his own right. Every character is so great. The art style is phenomenal. If you like steampunk, this is the oh, one for Jesus. you. And I will tie it up in three words. Steampunk, <laughs> motorcycle, Cycle helicopter. helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I said I sent that picture to our, our friend and uh, co-writer Tart. And that one picture alone made her read this entire comic strip. <laughs> but the one thing that sets Freak Angels apart from anything else on the Internet is the forces behind it. The art is by some guy, Paul Duffield, not terribly familiar with him, but it's written, and comic fans might recognize this name, by Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis has been writing actual comic books for decades. Uh, most notably, he had an amazing run on Excalibur back in the 90s, uh, the British offshoot of the X-Men. Thunderbolts uh, a few years ago was absolutely amazing when they put Norman Osborn in charge of a team of supervillains 
absolutely great, good action, great character development. Warren Ellis turned Norman Osborn into a superstar, as well as he picked up the pencil for Astonishing X-Men after Joss Whedon. Um, I really have a feeling that his work on Astonishing what it stands alone pretty good, but when you compare it to everything Whedon did, it it's it, it's far 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 away. But it's still really good, as well as a whole lineup of original titles he's worked on over the years. The guy the guy's good. Let's just put it that way. So when he puts all of his writing might into a free web comic, that is absolutely amazing. It's funny because again, when a lot of people think web comics, they think funny strips. The, the Penny Arcade delivers a punchline in three panels kind of thing. But then you have something like this, which is of the caliber of any actual comic that you would buy on the shelves. And Better than a lot. Actually. Oh, dear Lord. And it's not meant to be a punchline at the end of every strip kind of thing. It is brilliantly written. There's honestly, there's no other way to, to say it. it. I, oh my God, the, the, I see. I love post-apocalyptic kind of stories. I, I I dig it if it's done in an original fashion, which he did with this. Then all the better. And then if you toss in a cast of characters that is truly engaging and have so much depth and so many layers to still uncover. Oh my God, I'm hooked. You were saying like the cast here. We've got twelve people plus one, and. They are each different in their own way, and each one of them is utterly engaging. Each one of them is someone that you, well, I, I don't want to say root for because the, the evil ones are quite evil. You don't root for them, but it's they're so deep and there's so many layers. And then the way that they interact with each other is what the story is all about, too. That's the entire thing is about their relations with each other and how when they again like you were saying when they all pool their forces together that's what resulted in this this disaster so now they're trying to figure out how to work as a group again to figure out a how to fix this how to take care of the people that they've they've wronged and things like that but also to deal with the bad apples in the bunch which there are two so so far so far yeah <laughs> I read this. There's a lot right now. If you go to the site, freakangels.com, again, this is another one you have to start from the beginning. Don't expect anything. Don't expect a, a funny punchline strip. However, there's a lot of funny parts in here still, simply by virtue of the fact that some of the characters are a little out there. When you're looking at especially Arcady. Oh, which, how can you not love Arcady? She <laughs> is the best character, bar none. She is someone that you want to love, but she's just... When 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 the chickens show up, <laughs> and then she's she's got her chickens. I has chickens, <laughs> and <laughs> I has vodka. <laughs> yeah, she's fantastic. But again, when you're having there's little moments like that, and then little lines as well. I actually took some screenshots of some of them, um, where there two of the the women are going out to go essentially hunt groups uh, of men that are coming to take or assault people or whatever to break into their territory kind of thing. And uh, one of them says, all your forthcoming bone fractures are belong to us. You get <laughs> little things like that throughout that, again, the, the geek in us will kind of laugh at and say, ha ha, I know what you did there. And so the writing is 
again, the writing is brilliant. The dialogue is fantastic. Each of the characters' dialogue is so well written. It's I, I can't speak highly enough of this strip. I literally, you put it in the show notes on um, last week, and I didn't get to it right away because I was reading the other ones first. I got to this one maybe three days ago, and... Now, granted, I, <laughs> my knees were terrible last night, so I was up at night with some painkillers and I just couldn't sleep. But I was up reading this to finish it <laughs> off till four in the morning because, well, again, I pulled one of those all nighters myself when I first found this yeah. strip. So it's not an isolated incident. Yeah. So it was good because it took my mind off of the pain, but it was like I could not stop reading it. It It is that well done and that engaging that you're like, you're hooked. And the, the, the lighter aspects of this post-apocalyptic world are, are so well done that it kind of lightens your mood as you're reading it but then he's not afraid of really delving into some very very dark things because some of these two of these guys are using their abilities to to control people and make them do things that are yeah not so good and so like he's 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 treading territory there that he's going to have to be careful with because case in point with the one character depending on where it goes from there i'll either continue to support it or not it's that much of a deal breaker for me wow yeah because it's it's but again it's i'll give them points for how they're handling this and uh and yeah no it 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 is an absolutely phenomenal strip yeah, uh, just uh, some points to make about Freak Angels. It is very mature. It is There's, not of course, for kids. coarse language in every panel, uh, graphic violence, <laughs> and graphic is an understatement considering some of the things that you can do with the powers of your mind. And yes, there 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 are some uh, sexual situations and some nudity as well. So, well, there's that, not that, just that. There's a point blank sexual assault in one, which is yeah. what I was referring to. So it is not a strip for kids. Yeah. So, uh, kids, if you're listening to this, don't read it. Yep. <laughs> uh, li- listen to your uncle Vincent Raj. Yeah. Uh, and we, we have one more in the show notes and I, I'm going to admit, uh, I, I didn't really like this one, but I'll give you a chance to talk about it if you want to. Roger. Oh, you didn't like it. I How? It didn't, it, it didn't grab a hold of me. I tried, I gave it a try. Like I even went and looked for the like fans voting for the best strips and I just didn't like it. There's a lot of, okay. First of all, it's, it's Sinfest. So it's sinfest.net. It, yet another one, definitely not made for kids. Um, it is a strip that I'm not going to rank it on the on par with Freak Angels, not by any stretch of the imagination. However, it is a strip that I have read throughout the years and have thoroughly enjoyed. Now, granted, a lot of the same themes keep reoccurring throughout. The characters do develop to a certain point character development, but not enough that it ever changes the strip. So the original ideas come from all manner of other things, and many of them are what's occurring in pop culture at the, at the time. But what I also like about this is that actually um, the the writer artist uh, Tatsuya, I, yeah, Tatsuya Ishida, Ishida, whatever, doesn't stray away in fact point blank embraces all manner of strips about religion as well and see that to me i i love that because i've never been afraid to discuss religion with people a lot of people feel it's sacrilegious to be making comic strips about religion and things like that or to make jokes about religions um I personally don't. I, I I certainly won't do it to offend people. But I mean, in the same way that I I can 
talk the talk. I can walk the walk. I don't mind if people make fun of my beliefs. So here you have someone who who goes out of his way to make fun about religion, but to also play with it. I mean, when you're seeing strips where Jesus is playing basketball against the devil, or you're seeing strips with, uh, with between Buddha and with, uh, with Jesus again, or a, uh, the dragon as well. There's a lot of things that he doesn't, he takes a lot of chances, a lot of chances. And then there's also a lot of strips that deal with, like the the over sexualized characters that are in it it's a strip that has when it's good has had me in stitches i i have laughed myself silly at some of them some of the other ones are like the other ones we've discussed where they are moving a story forward so i mean case in point i'm looking at one now and it's certainly not going to even make me giggle but i know that it's moving the story forward and when that punchline finally arrives be it four strips down the line or whatever i know that most of the time he nails them. All right. Well, it, it's definitely something there's, there's comics out there for everyone. And honestly, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface oh, no. of what the internet has to offer. I mean, it's the freaking internet. If you can find knuckleheads like us with our own podcast, you can find all kinds of other stuff out there as well. You know what? And, Speak uh, for yourself. <laughs> okay, fine. I have a podcast. Screw you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, we, we, there's so just so much great stuff to talk about, and we could have filled an entire episode with honestly any one of these comics. So I really encourage everyone out there to go out there, check them out. I we, we always complain with actual comics that it's such an investment to get into three to four dollars an issue. Every single one of these is absolutely free to read. That is a great great thing. Highly recommended. Anything that you'll see in the show notes for this episode. So uh, we're gonna kind of breeze through the wrap up here because we've gone on pretty long. Uh, Going to just touch on the what we're reading segment uh, this week because I've been reading uh, The Walking Dead, going back and rereading some of my trade paperbacks because this Sunday is the premiere of The Walking Dead TV show. I know here in America, it's on the AMC channel, American Movie Classics. Uh, I don't know if you get that channel or a correlation to it up there in Canada, Roger. Actually, I don't know. I'm going to have to be checking when this is going to be playing because I'm going to definitely set the PVR to record it. Yeah, so one of my favorite, favorite comics over the last several years. And that's going to lead us right into our recommended new releases for the week. Great lineup this week. We have Amazing Spider-Man 646, the final chapter in the Origin of the Species storyline, and the next to final chapter in the entire Brand New Day era. Avengers number six, Captain America 611, the beginning of the trial of Captain America. Fantastic Four 584, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, loving it. Secret Avengers number six, the Shadowland Moon Knight tie-in issue three, I was personally enjoying that one. Uh, Thunderbolts 149, yet another Shadowland tie-in. And Ultimate Comics Spider-Man 15, as well as X-Men Legacy 241. Another packed week with absolute tons of stuff to go out there and read. All kinds of great comics coming down the pipe. That's going to wrap us up for issue... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> 13, my friend. 13. And you wonder why I, I tell I you before we record. Far. We had to... <laughs> week we were that awesome yeah so that's it for issue 13 as usual check us out at bowdowntous.com and be sure to check in for issue 14 as well as some future stuff coming up because the whole reason for this episode and you fans out there are gonna love it we are working very hard we have nearly confirmed a date we will be having an actual 
interview with none other than Ryan Somer of Least I Could Do, LFG, and The Gutters. Cannot wait for that interview. So be sure to tune us in next time. <laughs>